more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Kieran Reiki joining us back in the studio with coffee. We love Kieran. We love Kieran. Can we get him to do... Hot cross buns for, yeah. for Orthodox yeah, Easter. I, I would have thought, you know, something sensible like, you know, baguettes or something would, would go all right this morning, Kieran. No, I'm just suggesting. Heading for a top of 26. 26, yeah, let's go yeah. to... We've got the travelling man online. Laurie McAnally, good morning. The travelling... in his own bed. The pot calling the kettle black there. <laughs> good yeah, yeah, gracious. Around, <laughs> oh, I do. Actually, it's funny you haven't seen the ram driving around up there. Lee's up there at South West Rocks this week with a caravan. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, if I see it, I'll say hello to him. Yeah, I think he's leaving today. He's been there since Tuesday. I, I have to tell you, he's, he's, there's a plenty of... People just like him. This car, they're, they're hanging out the doors in town. I'll tell you. Ah, it's good. There's a line up to the Chinese. There was a line up to the beautiful Pilot Station Pizza. There's, you name it, they were there. Yes. The car parks at the at all the um, supermarkets were chock a block. Anyway, they all go home this week. I think. When's, when's, when do they all the little children? Oh, and they don't get back till the 26th of April. I don't think. Why? When do school teachers go to school? When school's on? I still love school holidays, yep. I think it it doesn't really change. It was just boardies, boardies, a T-shirt and thongs, and see you later, Mum. That's the one? Oh, I could have 20 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) uh... Does it still work like that, Al, or you have to give them a 50 now? 50, yep. Um, yeah, twenty doesn't go far nowadays. I suppose not. <laughs> was, uh, they sort of look at you I when you give them twenty. Why my mummy always encouraged me to get a job. Now I know why. <laughs> oh well. And how? What was the highlight of your trip, Laurie? Oh, the whole of the trip was probably the the, the trip out in the with the Kangaroo Island fishing adventures out of um, what do they call it? Uh, Western River Cove. Yeah. And if you have you ever seen those U-boat movies? You know, he's got this sixty-five west coaster. In this little tiny hole in the cliffs, yeah, uh, and they put a little boat harbour, a little boat wall out the front, and you come down this great big hill, and here's this giant, you know, giant charter boat. You know, he's got about I don't know, sort of ten ten metres either side of it, and a little wharf, and it's amazing. And he's also he's at the bottom of Investigator Strait, which runs between Kangaroo Island and um, and the mainland, so he. He basically got it all to himself because the nearest launching ramp's about 100 k's away. <laughs> okay. The only thing that wipes him out, he, gets, he does get what he said, he gets wiped out by the big, you know, the big winter westerlies. But he's really set himself up. You know, he's got this, you know, he's got his own fueling system, so uh, he can throw, he can throw a thousand liters in at any time he wants. Um, it does have a 980 horsepower Scania in it. Oh, so okay. It does use a little bit of fuel. Yes. Um, but by the same token, he doesn't have to go very far. He's got because there's no pressure on the on his fishery. You know, he, he's catching fish. Well, we caught seven bluefin about um, ten minutes out of out of where he was driving. There were bluefin. Look, the whole trip there were bluefin everywhere. There were bluefin. You could have spun bluefin if you had a seascape off the, and a high speed system or a high speed reel. Seascapes don't exist anymore. But, um, off off the breakwater at. Uh, at uh, Pennenshaw, which is where the ferry lands. There were bluefin busting out all over the place there. 
There were even bluefin right up we, we, when we did the crossing from uh, uh, to the Air Peninsula, when we went across from Wallaroo to Cows, there were bluefin up there, and you're what, I don't know, you're a good 150, maybe 200 k's up into the Gulf. Yeah. So, and we've just had... Uh, uh, Kim Payne, our friend here, she's been just had a month in Tasmania, nearly nearly drove her brand new all-terrain vehicle over a cliff. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> put, put the brakes on with about a foot to spare. Um, she said there were just bluefin everywhere on the uh, on the east coast of Tasmania. They were just catching a man over fist. So it's obviously a very good year for bluefin. Now, big bluefin though were being caught in Victoria, Port Macdonald. They were catching barrels. You know, they're catching those hundred kilo jobbies. Yeah, all the ones we caught were sort of six to eight kilo. Okay, but let me tell you, they are unbelievably delicious on a on a barbie. <laughs> yes. Well, first you first you, you do the shoulder sashimi, and then you just paint them up with a bit of um, olive oil and miso, and put them on a barbecue, mm. and they are just sensational. And some you do some potatoes, you know, the flat potato, you cut the potatoes into yeah. rounds and put them on a in a little tiny bit of olive oil and. In the up. scallop. In yeah. the scallop, yeah, you basically, yeah, but yeah, no bad here and we're health conscious here. And speaking of olive oil, we went to a, a few good restaurants. We went to a, a restaurant called Ilani's, which is again a bit upmarket in Adelaide. And I have to tell you, when forget the race tips next week, when you get John Karakatanis on, find out how to do Greek potatoes. Crunchy yeah. Greek potatoes. I don't know what they did to them, but oh, fantastic. Good. Along with a bit of really nicely barbecued lamb. It was pretty good. So, yeah. So, no, but the, the highlight was probably that. Look, everywhere was good. I I really enjoyed my week basically catching squid and whiting. And, oh, I caught all sorts of things. But catching the squid at um, uh, at Port Lincoln was just sensational. And the, I, I learned a lot. Um, enormous number of, lay, of women fishing over there off the jetties. I don't know whether it's because, A, it's safe, or, B, you can basically always catch something. Uh, I was a, I was amazed at the amount of blue summer crabs just walking around in front of you. You can, at low tide, you just take your shoes off, walk in, grab three blue, blue summer crabs and cook them up. Beautiful. <laughs> well, I can. I, I, don't, I don't recommend this. We learned it when we were kids in Kareel Bay, how to catch them with our feet. <laughs> so, But you pin them down with your feet, obviously, and then put your hand around and put your... Um, uh, the middle, the middle finger, and your thumb around the back of the crab, and grab him by both, by, you know, pin him by both flippers and lift him out. But these are big, big male blue summer crabs, and they were—you could catch as basically. Well, I don't know if you catch hundreds, but you could certainly catch a dozen with a. I saw people catching them with dillies, and uh, um, they had plenty. Don't worry, they had stacks and really big crabs. And I, as I said, I could just take my shoes off at low tide and walk in and get them. Yeah. So, uh, but I caught heaps of squid. I really, really enjoyed. And then, for people who haven't done it, the catching squid is a, it's done with an imitation prawn lure with a, a very spiky tail, which obviously grabs the squid. When the squid grabs the lure, the lure grabs the squid. So that's you know right. I mean? As long as you keep the weight on it, because there's no, no barbs. No, no, on you it. learn. Uh, well, the first thing I learned: don't, don't, is because you're often on a wharf, so your rod's sort of pointing down. Don't, don't go up into the t- t- traditional, you know. Don't change anything. Once you hook up, you just keep winding. Yes. Gently. <clears throat> Don't overdo it. Uh, and and the, you'd be surprised, the big squid, well, I had one squid take, you know, 25 metres of drag, you know, pulsing away there out the back. He was about 
oh, a kilo and a half, I suppose. So, uh, but I caught plenty, sort of average fish about, average squid was probably 600, 700 grams. So, uh, but yeah, the only thing if I, the only thing I'd change, if I went next time, I'd, I'll get an Airbnb or something so I can actually cook because of the motels do, definitely do not want you cooking in your room, sort of strangely. <laughs> and we, <laughs> we had someone at, when we were at American River at 10 to 5 light up a gasper in their room and set the smoke alarm on. <laughs> they find yeah. you for in that whole, now? No, in the whole mate. Oh, mate, I opened the door because I could hear all this commotion. I thought, I'd better check if we are actually going to be burnt alive here. So I sort of opened the door to see if there was a real fire, and they're dead set. There's in the corridor. There's kids. There's mums and dads in all sorts of grandmas in all sorts of undress. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone staggering around, bumping into walls, and what the you know. And then finally, the motel staff switch everything off and go to the. But what they nobody knew, knew was, of course, that on their fire alarm system, they know exactly which room set the alarm off. Right. Yeah. So they, uh, they got asked to leave. Well, the thing, a lot of the bigger ones, um, the hotel can't turn off the fire alarm. It's only the fire department that can because we were up at the Hunter Valley a number of years ago with some friends oh, yeah. and uh, she decided to do a fry-up for breakfast and put off the smoke alarm. Oh, and, uh, yeah, the fire brigade turned up yeah. because the Crown Plaza could not turn it off. It's got to be well, the fire brigade. If you turn up at your commercial residence, you get a bill for uh, yeah. so in, Mel- in Melbourne, if you if at your home they bring their invoice uh, writing oh, machine well, too. Invoice, I can tell you commercially, you get an invoice if your smoke alarm goes off. Yeah. Anyway, look, there was there was lots of highlights here, and just the other one I, I, I think's unknown here, but Coffin Bay. Apart from everyone knows the oysters, Coffin Bay is just a marvellous fishery, estuary fishery. Just oh, you know, uh, flathead, white, uh, King George whiting, and the biggest garfish you've ever seen. And there's plenty of them. It's not, you can, you know, I fished off the bank and I've still got, you know, I didn't get a huge amount of whiting. I only got two nice King Georges, but I got seven or eight of these giant garfish and I got um, uh, heaps of Tommy Ruff. I'm, I'm, I'm not quite as impressed with Tommy Ruff as the South Australians are. <laughs> they're herring, they're strongly flavoured and they're obviously an acquired taste. <laughs> um, uh, bay trout are about the same. They all like... You know, there were heaps of big slimy mackerel off the wharves. They won't touch them, but they want the they want the bay trout, which are Australian salmon. I, I have my my taste buds are reversed. I, these seven hundred gram slimy mackerel are absolutely magnificent in them to eat, and uh, the bay trout leave me a bit cold. But anyway, look, the whole trip was good. Uh, I learned a lot, and I, I was downstairs last, yesterday just having a look on the computer about this colour. You know, they're saying octopus and and cuttlefish and. Uh, uh, squid are colour blind. Everyone said, why, "Why do you worry about the colour of lures when they're colour blind?" I said, "Well, there's obviously something." And the, you know, I've read the same about trout. Trout are colour blind. Well, I've never seen a, uh, an animal that was more colour fussy than trout. So uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm inclined to believe they might be right, but there's some. There's some other fix. I, I know that um, uh, from watching what I read on the computer yesterday that the, the, the cephalopods can actually have some sort of chromatic vision. Uh, because you, you think of an octopus or watch an octopus or a squid, you know, they'll change colour to, to match their background. Or the, the octopus. That's right, so they must, they must know. And they don't go, and they don't, like even one of those, some, well, some of the squid that I hooked, they turned, half the squid turned bright red on the, I could see the hook up, you know, it's right in front of, that's why squidding's so much fun, you can actually see what's happening. You can, and sometimes they, the squid comes to your feet, and you can tease him with the lure, and he, can, he knows it's a fake. They're pretty smart. But 
when you whip it away from him, you like, I can't help myself. Whack. <laughs> <laughs> I know the problem and well, they actually. This bright, well, almost vermilion, you know, this really red red. And I thought, well, they're not going to turn, they don't, you know, they're, they're, they're using colour, they're seeing colour. I'm, I'm, as I said, I'll, I'd like to know more about, you know, if they're really colour blind. Um, I don't think so. There you are. Uh, they, 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 and, and you know you can almost get a, an octopus to, to turn himself into a checkerboard. Uh, listen, Los, yeah. fish and crustaceans are, are much smarter than humans. Oh, I think crustaceans are not too bright, but some <laughs> the brim are pretty bright. They know how to avoid most humans. <clears throat> but some look, some it just depends. Well, look at the fish that changes colours and the fish that oh, changes the fish sex. Yeah, I, sort of I mean, a, devil fish it, down there is that where we got it from? Mate, I just thought of something, man. That's where we got it from. That's why it's happening in the schools. They've learnt that the fish change sex at any time, some of them. And uh, so now we've got now we've got the people that are the human being. I've got to be careful. The fish change sex and can reproduce. We can't. Well, I'm just not going to go there because there's too many weirdos out there. (laughs) Anyway. Um, the only speaking of other things, oh, well, well, the other thing I did yesterday was clean out all my internet stuff, just for people who've sent me nice people who've sent me some stuff. I don't, I don't. There's a, there is obviously a business opening. There's people who they're saying, you know, well, you go to all these charters. Can you tell us, send some information? Da da da. Look, there's obviously it's all, all I got it all off was the net. You know, I, I just did some planning before I went. But if you want to organise trips and something, there's obviously a business opportunity for people to package trips on. Laurie's on travel now. agency. Just, oh, just on no, just on the amount of inquiries I get. Um, you know, oh, you do all these good trips. Tell you know, can you organise this? Can you organise that? The answer is no, because I'm retired. I'm, I just go and do things on my. You know, I do I do it all myself. I'm not sponsored. I, and you'll be surprised, Kieran. I pay. I actually pay for it myself. Wow, it's unheard it, of in the yeah. media, isn't it? Well, it's unheard yeah, of. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Laurie, we need to take a break. Yep. Just stand by 19 minutes after five. If you're involved in the recovery phase following the recent devastating floods, be it the Floodplain Management Australia National Conference. Floodplain Management Australia is a not-for-profit association with a network of practitioners who seek to share their knowledge in reducing the impact of flooding, be it Sydney's Lunar Park Conference Centre from May 23rd to 26th. You go to floodplainconference.com or you can phone 02-66-509-8-00. The legendary Don McLean starry, starry night. is returning for his farewell tour of Australia to celebrate the 50th anniversary of American Pie. And I love you so. Saturday, April 22 at the Sydney Coliseum, Broody Hill. Tickets on sale now at oneworldentertainment.com.au. I started singing bye. John McLean, last shows ever in Australia. Get your tickets now. Choices Flooring understands that we all have different needs for our homes. So, what's your lifestyle? Whether you're a busy family or need healthier solutions, love natural fibres and textures, or just want the ultimate in luxury, you'll find the right choice for your lifestyle at our What's Your Lifestyle sale. So go online and view all of our What's Your Lifestyle sale catalogues, packed full of savings, inspiration and chances to win. Choices Flooring, the floor you've been searching for. 
you can escape the rat race and enjoy a leisurely break at Mudgee's Winning Post Motor Inn. As a special bonus, when you make a reservation at Winning Post Motor Inn, mention you heard about it here, and you'll receive a complimentary bottle of local Charnwood Estate wine to take home with you. To find out more or to make a reservation, you go to winningpostmotorin.com.au or you can call Mudgee's Winning Post Motor Inn for a booking on 63 72 33 33. If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option. And with All Group Franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All Group Franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgrouppranchises.com.au or call 0429 691 413. That's 0429 691 413. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. Everything you need to know now. Sydney's 2SM. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 22 after 5 here on High Tide. Grant Boyden, Kieran Ricky, and Alan Blake in the studio. Laurie McAnally online. And Dave Duffy sent in a message to our Facebook page, which I love. He said... Uh, uh, famous, famous fisherman Peter Morse, I think it is, uh, who uh, said, who also makes great lures, said that the lure colours are to catch the fishermen. Do you agree with that, Laurie? Do you I agree with that, Was Up to a point. Yeah. Up to a point? Because I got suckered into buying those squid jigs with the lights in them that <laughs> comes on your program. Well, there's the proof. The only thing I couldn't get a bite on. The squid were terrified of it. <laughs> Anyway, getting back to where we were, I'll, I'll do the fishing report in a sec. That, that, that thing with the ladies fishing, I was taken there. Was, every single time I went in the jetty, there were women fishing. Good you to see. I don't see that here, so I'll, I'll give that some thought. But, uh, yeah, as I said, there's a business opportunity for someone out there who knows how to package travel. Yeah, but you've, you've got TripAdvisor as well. As long as you read in between the lines of TripAdvisor, if you have a look at the people who are posting, if a lot of their comments are always negative, you disregard yeah. those. So they've got to have a balanced point of view. Yeah, no, no, I'm talking about um, packaging for fishing, you know. The, oh, okay, just doing a package. Can, no, organising, you need sort of four or five yeah, yeah, charter yeah. operations around the country. You need a guarantee. I think the real money is with the corporates, you know, where you know, they book 12 people in as a promotional thing. Put them in a nice motel I've... for three days, give them two days fishing and a day's golf and a good couple of good foods, and a, you know. And, but they, they, they want to buy the whole package. They don't want to be scratching around fixing things. Yeah. No, Laurie. to be very professional. I was talking to Melinda the other day about that. Melinda yeah. Page. And also I was talking to Grant about it, that, you know, we put fishing packages together with yeah. a specific airline. Oh, yeah, but once you know, you've, you know, once you've been to the place and you've been on the charter boats, you know who's who in the zoo, you can do it. Yeah, I'm just saying, there's thing. I've got, there's five things on my computer yesterday. Could you please advise? And I went, well, I'm retired. No. 
Yeah. I don't want to get involved. I don't need to do it. I don't mean you know, thanks very much, but no. But there's obviously an opening there for people to, uh, you know, if you, you, as I said, get, you know, get a, you do a barramundi one, you do a, a deep, a couple of good deep seas, a game fishing, package them all up and get a, you know, get a linked motel, and, you know, whatever, you get it all sorted out. So the minibus meets them at the airport. There was a guy flying in people from Adelaide to King uh, to Kangaroo Island, and, and Al will tell me, Cessna Caravan, about 10 or 12 Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, the Cessna Caravan, and they were doing the bird spotting, birds. Yeah, birds one of the, one of the ex-golfers was running some tours like that, fishing tours and bits and pieces. Yeah, I forget his I'm name. I'm saying there's things on. If you, if you, you've got to scratch around, but I'm just saying someone around could package it and sell it, you know, and market it. They'd do all right. Anyway, quick fishing report for here. Uh, like I said, the big swell last week, the spotty mackerel vanished, and there's been hardly any caught this week. Been a few Spaniards. Quite a few big wahoo caught up to 25 kilo, um, uh, so that's the, but the, the mackerel are quiet. Uh, you know, the, the fish that have come on, we've got there was yesterday. There's quite a few nice uh, fish caught out in in uh, what we call 60 fathoms. I better translate it. Uh, 100 meters, 100 to 120 meters on the reefs out there. There's a big long reef line all the way along the coast from basically from just south of Crescent Head to Coffs Harbour. Uh, and there's lots of fish along there, so there was there was good. Uh, the current stopped, or was actually going very gently uphill yesterday, down to 24 degrees. Uh, but they did catch quite a nice lot of bottom fish out there: longfin perch, snapper, and uh, pearlies mostly, and a few kingies. So that's that's the bet. Uh, today's forecast is not good, so I'd be a bit careful where I went this morning. There's apparently going to be a big strong nor'wester, is it, Al? On the forecast? That's the one. Yes. Yep. There's a big weather change coming anyway. Yep. Just. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be ten miles offshore if it was going to blow thirty knots out of the west. Put it that way. <clears throat> That's right. And now inshore, a few kingies at Fish Rock, a few nice snapper at Black Rock, and a few other bits and pieces. Black Rock's always got some other other things to to catch. So there's there's a, there's a bit happening. There's been a handful of tailor. Now the beaches, uh, as I said, on the beaches there's been a handful of tailor, a few brim, a few whiting. If it does blow from the north, places like North Gap. The southern side of Hat Head, all those places, we've got plenty of head. We've got plenty of spots where you can get out of the wind. The same in the river. Uh, you can get under the north wall. You can get up along um, the Golden Hull. They're all sheltered from the nor'easter. So there's plenty of plenty of flatter. This <laughs> I hate to think how many dusky flathead have been caught in the Maclay this year. Uh, one of our local mechanics I saw through the week. He had three fish. You know, he, he's got he's got a bunch of kids. He you know he needs to feed them, I suppose. Um, but he had three beautiful flatties, all about a kilo and a half. So he had three nice flatties and about, I don't know, another him and his mate. And they had a couple of smaller ones and some brim. So the fish, the, he's, and all he's doing is drifting along the walls. He's, that's all he does with, um, with white bait, white bait on a double hook rig, and he had some beautiful fish. So uh, the, this run of flathead is still continuing, and there's some school mulloway. Now, the school mulloway from now on will get bigger and thicker, so... You can expect to catch them if you're prepared to put up with the sandflies and the mozzies and anchor near the green blinking light over on the north wall. You'll get it. You'll get your share, and along the bamboos and all the other spots. So uh, it's just it's just a matter of how much insecticide you're prepared to put on. And then uh, there's whiting upriver around Gladstone and upstream on the sandflats from Jerseyville. There's a fair bit of whiting all through there. Longreach Island, probably the pick of the spots. So it's all all good. So. I'll catch you next week.
Okay. Thanks for that, Laurie. I'll call, I'll call you. I'll see gas, you. Mate. We used to run our cars on that. Yeah. I, <laughs> when, I used to, when I had the V8s, we used to run them on Abgas because it was cheap. That's right. It was you cheap in those days. The timing a little bit. Not now. 285 cents a litre. That's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Is that coming out of uh, 200 litre drums or is that from No, that's out of pumps. Ooh. Yeah, that's out of pumps. So. Yeah, well, I will see you during the week, Lars. It's dear because you got to buy a drum whether you need no, it or not. You buy the whole drum, yeah. yeah. All right, I'll see you later. See you later. Hey, just before right. we go to the ad break, yeah. Kieran, yes. got a message from Tanya Yori. Okay, now this has come from the boss. Morning, Alan. Tell Kieran that school teachers work in the school holidays by doing compulsory professional development. They write teaching programs and make teaching resources. They go into work to meet with colleagues in the holidays. Also, teachers officially go back to work on Monday the 24th of April. So there you are. You've been told about teachers having too many holidays. So I got a smack in the chops. You did. Good morning, Tanya. Can you make Steve a cup of coffee now? Yeah, please? yeah. Thank now, you. Also, I better Kieran, give him a biscuit for me. <laughs> also, Kieran, I, I just want to point out, I did take on board the fishing tour thing. I've, I've already taken a stack of bookings. I've organised the plane. I've organised the charter boat out of Sydney. Where uh, am I going? Incident, where, yeah, where incident, am I going? <laughs> incidentally, uh, Alan, have you got some time <laughs> after the show to sit down and chat? <laughs> when our son was in hospital on his 10th birthday and you gave him a call to wish him happy birthday, he's just turned 65. Oh, God. So you and I and my wife have been together for a very long time. I mean, honestly, John... You are one of the most non-biased presenters on Australian radio. You always show both sides of the story, and that's why I listen to you. Just want to say thanks for having a space that we can just share our opinions, man. I really appreciate that. Being a, a young fellow myself, I just feel like that voice is going, you know? Just people speaking their minds, man. I just want to say thank you for having a space to do it. Well, that's all right. It's here for you every day, so you don't have to go far, Sam. You can express your point of view here every day of the week if you want to. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. If you like golf, you'll love Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club at Ludnam. Located just 45 minutes west of the Sydney CBD and 15 minutes from Parramatta and Penrith, Twin Creeks boasts an immaculate and challenging 18-hole par 72 championship layout. To book in for a game you'll really enjoy, go to the website twincreeksgolf.com.au or call the friendly, helpful staff at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club on 9670 The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento, awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. 
Are you thinking of escaping to the country? Maybe a new home is on the cards? Maybe a new lifestyle? Well, Palkid Homes has been providing the answer for more than 50 years. You can choose from Pal's range of stylish, modern homes which are designed for country living. Palkid Homes make it easy for you to build your own home and save a lot of money. Find out how at pal, that's p-a-l-kidhomes.com.au or phone 1-800-024-912. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM, 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 26 minutes away from 6 and today's weather's a bit like a, a trail mix, isn't it? We've got a, a, a weak high pressure system that's lying over the states far north, bringing northerly winds that are expected to increase today ahead of a, a passage of cold front uh, bringing fresh southwesterly change later in the day. Uh, reaching the far north by Monday, a second cold front is going to shift across uh, the southern waters midweek, strengthening uh, that southerly change. So good to see in, in our old, you know, we're old enough to have date back in our school years to see Kieran Ricky get detention and the cane yes, from the from teacher. Ta- from Miss Tanya. And speaking of which, I'm probably going to get same because Bobby from Bexley wanted to have a chat with us yesterday and everything got caught out and ugly. So you dumped him? No, no, it just didn't. Uh, well, I was, we were waiting for Brendan to come in and then he didn't ring back. You don't have to explain it to me. Morning, Bobby. Hey, you gum. Gee, you know, and you guys haven't been nice to me yesterday. I could have brought you some of that special cake. He makes he makes a nice fruit cake with ginger in it. Oh. Yeah. The banana, walnut, ginger, and everything else ran in. Yeah, that's it. Well, I said let's do it, and Kieran said no. Any <laughs> I think it'd be too much for Why? Kieran. That good quality cake I made would be too much for him. He sticks to the old donuts of the ice. And no, I said, oh. no, I don't like donuts at all. I do like fruit cake, but I do like a bit of rum in them. No, no, no. Strictly non-alcohol, me, mate. Now, listen, you guys. I hope you're really going to get siding up to this new minister. We've had a few losers in the Labor Department, haven't we? Well, we're going to give her a try, see how she goes. We're going to speak to her soon, I think, aren't we? Yeah, I hope to get it next Sunday. Okay, good. All these guys have ended up in the booth, eh? Good old Ian and Eddie and... Well, those two, let mates. me tell you, they should have thrown the key away when McDonald went in there. Well, Eddie's hey, they okay. Promised, they promised the world. The only bloke that ever done anything proper was Bob Martin. Exactly. You're yeah, 110% correct. Oh, I'm glad to be correct for once. <laughs> yeah, you know, but good old Bruce, he put us in the bad spot, didn't he? Your old mate, Shoemaker. But I'll tell you what, you told me to put the boot in a couple of times. I'll dob you in. <laughs> Coming back and, to horse here. Uh, Bob. Where did we get? I'll, get I'll let your tyres down on your wheelchair. Oh, no, Kieran's got some great mates. I bought him three last week. Yeah, well, I didn't think you had any mates left, didn't they all die? Well, that's why I had to go out and get some more for him, you know? Most of them are. The ones that you think that that I know. Kieran and Friends is like a five-year-old with goldfish. (laughs) You know, when I was getting ready to retire and finally just go off into the yonder, I thought I'd join the Labor Party to infiltrate 
become a free advisor to Tony Burke, Federal Minister. <laughs> what a fun time that was. <laughs> Every bit of paper and literature that I'd, I'd probably researched and all that before I put it to him, his green secretary put it in the bin. <laughs> I don't get that. But anyway, uh, what are. about the problems you used to have with the Cogra Council about the boat ramps? But we'll leave it there because I'm, they're telling me we've got to go. We've got to go and talk to Peter Johnson. Yeah, right. Well, just remember this. They never increased any of the parking spaces and they closed Coima down at night. That's it. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> that shows okay. you how much they know about fishing. Oh, yeah, not much at all. No, it's a complaint to get from the residents. Okay, Bobby, thanks for that. Talk to you later. Cheers, boys. Well, you, I mate. love those complaints. I love it when people move next to an airport and complain that they can hear planes. Or a golf course and there's balls come yeah. out of the fence. And, you know, live opposite a train station then complain that the, the trains make too much noise and, and then it's up to us to... Well, soundproof move, the home. Move I, the train station. When I moved up to Mulgrave... Some over 30 years ago, the trains were the old two car diesel electrics from, from Riverston to Richmond. Yeah. And they put a set of bells there when they electrified it. Yeah. And I'm talking, we lived across ding, the ding, road. Ding, 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 ding. After the first month of use, you didn't hear it anymore. And you know what else I hate? When, you, when you're, at, you know, traveling, like you stayed at South Grafton, not so bad now the expressway yeah. has been extended, but when you're staying in a motel room and some idiot truck driver comes past and goes, dirt, 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 dirt. Oh, morning, PJ. <laughs> no comment. Oh no, I'm just um, I'm just trying to hook from hands free to Bluetooth, you know. And oh, I'm struggling. It's not my smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> about? I wish. I wish it's, it's, it's not too often I'll say this. I wish you'd give Bobby another five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Whereabouts are you this morning? Just bear with me. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> just run over something. Run over oh somebody. My oh. I'm just talking up trailers, that's all. Oh, okay. Well, I've done that. some days work already. I got out of bed at quarter past 11 and hit the road just after midnight. And, um, hang on a sec. We're waiting. There's no problems. It's like when we have a charter boat on. Oh, wait, I've got to catch this fish. There you go. That's better. That's better. I'm hooked up to me. You said a trailer's ready to go. I'll have a half hour break and scoop. That's good. Now, it's good to hear Tanya Yori's listening this morning. Put Kieran in his place. Oh, Tanya's listening, is he? Yes. I wonder if she made Steve a cup of tea. <laughs> I did tell Grant that story. He, he chuckled. Yeah, well, um, uh, Tanya and, and, and Steve and Linda and I caught up for lunch on Wednesday down at the Lake and Ocean. That's yes. awesome. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's yeah, good. It's looking really good. Beautiful. Hey, Steve I, or I, I Tanya? I look as good as Steve when I get to his age. <laughs> Hang on, you're not that far off. Oh, 20 years, it's not far. Oops. No, I don't guess yeah, that much. not that old. Now. <laughs> I've got to rev him up every now and then, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. Oh, well, what a day! What a day! Um, public holiday traffic yesterday. What a what a head stuff that was. 
people, when you see a sign on the highway and it's dual carriageway, it's 110 and it says merge left, they put it three kilometres ahead of the roadworks for a reason. So you merge left and you can go through the 60 zone in single file. Don't keep going in the right-hand lane and expect to merge at the roadworks without stopping. Yeah. Idiots. And they wonder why they get pushed into the red cones. Yeah. Well, that's the same as a lot of the people, and I copped it going north the other week, with that little sign for the for the slow cars to speed up because overtaking lane in 300 metres, so they'll go from 80 kilometres an hour oh. to 100, and then as soon as it finishes, they go back to 80 kilometres an hour again. Yeah. Don't you love well, that? Trucks must, must admit some energy. All right? They must emit free energy because as soon as you come up to a caravan doing 80, and you get level with them, all of a sudden they find this energy and they put their foot down. That's right, yep. And then they leave you standing out proud and the honeymoon is, you know what, out mm-hmm. in the right-hand lane, mm-hmm. holding the rest of the traffic up. Yep. Anyway, um, fish-wise, yeah, well, um, been some great brim come in the last couple of days, and it doesn't matter whether you're fishing down on the Oyster Racks in Foster or the Racks of the Manning, or Manning Point Breakwall's been fishing really, really well. Um, some of the young fellas, uh, you know, the, the late teen guys, they're um, they're working soft plastic. And, and if Matt's listening, stock up because I've been really braining them on cranky crabs. And, <laughs> okay. Beauty. But, um, yeah, so they've been braining them up there. And um, I'm pretty sure Craig at Harrington Bait and Tackle's got some um, uh, some good <laughs> crab lures as well. But um, – the, the brim have been up to 1.4 and 1.5 kilos. Wow, so big they're, fish. They're, they're 46 and 47 centimetre brim. So they're worth catching one. You know, like if you catch one, that's good. But they're getting three or four of them, plus your, your regular six and seven. Hey, PJ, they're yeah. the same size as the King George Whiting that Laurie caught. Yeah, different profile fish. I know. But it, when you call about 46, 47 being a good size... That was the size that uh, Laurie caught over there in South Australia with the King George Whiting. Yeah, well, I caught similar when we were at Arno Bay. They are a beautiful table fish. They, they leave a brim dead for table fish. Mm. And let me tell you, if Whiting grew to the size of Marlin, we wouldn't have gear strong enough to hold them. No, they're good they're, fighters. They're, they're yep. great fighters, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of fish prices... Um, Graham Donaldson sent me some pictures the other day. The seafood outlet at Northbridge, Morton Bay bugs or Balmain bugs. How much a kilo do you reckon? Oh, should have only been around forty dollars, thirty dollars. Well, they, they, they were forty dollars a kilo up here. Yeah, hundred and eight dollars. Yeah, that's a Easter kilo. time. That's what it is. That's... How much do you think snapper fillets were? Oh, sixty or seventy dollars. Yeah, seventy-five. Yep. Yeah, and flathead, fillets, oh, owned sh- and skinned. They should only be... $90 a th- kilo. Yeah. yeah it's... They, they deserve to go broke. But then again, if people are willing to pay that, good luck to them if you can get it, I guess. Yeah, it's Easter. That's what it is, supply and demand. I wonder if they want to buy a harbour bridge. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But anyway, um, I was hoping to get um, out tomorrow, but I think the forecast is going to stop me from getting offshore tomorrow. Um. Because I think, what are we got looking at tomorrow on the Macquarie Coast? I think we're looking at... Yeah, it's going to get a bit 20. lumpy. Yeah, I'll look, lumpiness doesn't worry me as long as there's not too much wind on it. But I think they said it was going to swing around from 15 out to 25. Yeah, well, looking, you're looking at south, uh, 16 knots um, off the coast and up around your way a bit stronger. 
uh, up to around 23, but that's just sustained gust-wise, 32. Well, I could punch south and come home in the morning with it up and clacker, so that's not too much of a problem. Oh, watch this space to see what happens. Mm. But um, yeah, before before the seas come up, they were starting to get a good um, good selection of fish. Now, some yellowfin out wide off the fad, the crowdy fad, they were wider that, so they're in about three hundred fathoms. But they're ninety kilo yellowfin, man, they're fish. So if you've got a capable boat, that's worth taking. Um, but we've had long tails off Bonnie Hills and Point Perpendicular. There's been a few wide of Curfies. Um, and then with the current, it had a little kick around during the week, Grant, so it started running back uphill. Yeah. And what they did, push that warm water up onto mermaids and curfews, and that's where some of the surface fish were bailing the bait up. So there was um, Spanish and spotted mackerel. The Spanish weren't big. They were only up to about 14 kilos, but... You know, when I say that's not big, because we can usually get them at 30 kilos this time of year. Um, the spotties have been there, but the long tail have been really good fish. They're 16 and 17 kilo, those long tails. And you've got some beautiful uh, 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 sashimi on, on those long tails. Bottom fishing, seen a few trag come in. Um, and the, the slow fall jigs have been the way to get those sellers going. And um, while I'll talk about the slow fall jigs, they're... They're weighted with the spine, and they've got a thin end and a fat end. And so what they do, when you drop them off your rod tip in, in free spill, they flutter. So they sort of go left to right, up and down, and then they just flutter. When it gets to the bottom, stop it and just flick the full range of the rod tip and extend your arms and just get that jig to move two and a half to three metres through the water column, and then it'll flutter back down. And normally you get nailed on the drop, and... When you get a pearly on bait, he's not a bad fight. But when you get him on one of these slow, full jigs, he's an absolute monster. They jump all over it. So they've been going really well for the, the, the slow, full jigs. Um, Snapper have been getting in on the game as well. So the only thing that's been conspicuous by their absence so far are the Samson fish. And, you know, they're dealing a good catch anywhere from, you know, two kilos up to five kilos. We haven't seen any of them yet. But. PJ, can I just get you to hold that thought and take a quick break and we'll come back and continue our chat? Yeah, that'll be fine. One second. This is High Tide. It's 13 minutes away from six. Sydney's Talking 2SM. You do a fantastic job. You always have a good balance. 2SM 1269. All I want to do is just talk, talk, talk to you. News, sports, talk. No excuse for not getting in touch. Sydney's Talking. That's great. 2SM. Sydney's Talking. It's so good that I can turn the radio on at my station. 2SM. 1269. When it comes to the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel may assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff, Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveallcollection.com.au or phone Ray 0406 If you're looking for value for money on all homewares, then check out the incredible savings at Peters of Kensington. You'll get more bang for your buck on cookware, small electrical, dinnerware and tabletop items, kitchenware, Manchester, luggage and more. All the top brands are at Peters, Scanpan Cookware, Rydell Glassware, Wedgwood Dinnerware, Stanley Rogers Cutlery and Sheridan Towels. 
Visit their flagship store at 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, open seven days a week, or shop online, petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else? If you're involved in the recovery phase following the recent devastating floods, be at the Floodplain Management Australia National Conference. Floodplain Management Australia is a not-for-profit association with a network of practitioners who seek to share their knowledge in reducing the impact of flooding. Be at Sydney's Lunar Park Conference Centre from May 23rd to 26th. You go to floodplainconference.com or you can phone 02665098000. From sailboats to yachts to jet skis, Finance Easy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle. And they give you an answer within 24 hours. They've taken the hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying is easy. Visit the website and provide a few details. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian credit licence number 392182. Brain tumour, migraine, dementia, concussion, Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder Disease or injury. Motor neurone disease, stroke, epilepsy, Alzheimer's. There can be no cure Disturbia. without research. Parkinson's. Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au or call 1300-88-6660. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. Nine minutes away from six here on High Tide. Good to have the pleasure of your company this morning. And as PJ, as you were saying a few moments ago, yeah, the currents are a little bit weird at the moment. Basically from Taree all the way down to Bega, you've got a, a south running current. But uh, above that, it's all over the shop. Yeah, that's that's the remnants of um, some of the strong current come through. And when it breaks up, it tends to eddy. Which yeah. is what it's doing now, yeah. That's showing the change of weather's coming. Mm. Well, which is, which is a good thing for us, because what that will do, that will slow those um, currents from the north. And so when that happens, that's when we can get out onto the deep grounds and um, put our... Um, drop rigs out and go and fish for the barcod and the hapuka. And, you know, like, you only got to go out there and get one of them and you've got, you know, eight kilos minimum of good eating meat. So we go out there and we get kingies out in that depth too, so we can get some nice-sized uh, kingfish out there. Um, and the more the more I spend on the water, the more I learn. And, you know, for everybody that thinks they know it all when it comes fishing, well... You don't. You're not going to know it all, and you're going to die with a lot more that you could have learned. So while you're alive, take note of everything you do, and 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 write it down, and learn off others because it's going to enrich your fishing as you get older. Um, I, I'm sitting here now, and I'm going. Here I am. I'm 58. I've got so much fishing left of me that I want to do, and I thought I've done so much fishing, but. What I've done is a vast amount of fishing, but what there is to learn still is even bigger. We're going to learn a lot more later on because after six, we're going to talk to Matt Barwick. 
Well, that's what I was very happy to hear you say you got Matt back. So anybody that can't learn off anything Matt Barwick tells you about fish life cycles and how how uh, climate patterns can inter, uh, influence fishing, well, you know, it's not printed yeah, if Matt yeah. doesn't know I, I want to ask him what happened with the carbonator thing. PJ, we're going to go. You enjoy your break. We'll talk to you next weekend. How long are you down in Sydney for, Bay? A oh, couple of weeks. Two days, three days, <laughs> then he's off to Bali, then off to the United no, States. No, I don't like Bali. Days. I don't like Bali. Tahiti. Don't like Bali. Don't like Bali. Don't like Bali. Two days he might drop into the shop. That's know. it. Yeah. And I'll be in the shop Monday. Yeah, in signing oh. autographs. <laughs> See you, buddy. Signing <laughs> checks. Signing checks. <laughs> Thanks, PJ. <laughs> but PJ's right in what he says. There's only there's two two things you've got to be wary in life: a pilot and a skipper that say they're experts and they know it all. They're the, the I two know people hey, you don't you, want to get involved If in. you don't learn something every day, yep. you're doing it wrong. That's exactly what it's all about. right. Uh, let's go to somewhere where a Noah's going on. Uh, Salamander what, what, bait and tackle. What's their address? Put it, he's been off, so let's see if he's... Salamander up. Way, Salamander Bay. Yeah. Coles Express Service Station is actually 163 Salamander Way. And if you, and wanted, it, to, and if you wanted to ring them, 4982 yeah, and remember this, they are the king of crank, crank crab. crabs. Morning, John. And it's his last last day here before he heads back to Canberra. G'day, John, how are you? Yeah, good morning, guys. How are you? Not bad, not bad. You're looking forward to heading back to Canberra? No, no, not really. Nice Can't and warm there, apparently. <laughs> Where have they been biting? Oh, look, there's been heaps of good fish being taken around the bay recently. Uh, particularly around Wanda Wanda Head, there's been some good 50 plus centimetre flathead being taken, so uh, it's been nice down there. And around the anchorage at Corlett Point, there's been heaps of nice leather jacket and brim being taken. Um, we've had a few guys come into the shop and tell us that they've gotten some tuna and uh, bonito off slugs in the bay, so. Yeah, he's a fish, and there's been a strong marine wind warning issued, so if you're going out on a boat, just be careful, because that could potentially be a hazard. So, yeah, plenty of good fish being taken around the bay up here, so... Um, Don't forget the whiting and the brim up that way as well, and then the crabs. Yeah, yeah, there's heaps of crabs, heaps of people been doing crab pots out at uh, Mud Point recently, so, yeah, um, I had a fish the other day and got a few good leather jacket and uh, brim and tailor off the anchorage at Callout Point, so, yeah, heaps of good fish everywhere up here, so. Sounds good. Yeah, it is. And you still got some cranker crabs there because the reports we got, they're getting plenty of fish for the cranker crabs. Yeah, yeah, heaps of good fish been taken on the cranker crabs. We've got heaps in store here, so if you need any, come and pick some up. Okay. And rod repairs are done there as well? Yeah, yeah, we do rod repairs, and we also build some rods from there just the blank. So if you want a rod repaired or you want a new one, come in and see us at the shop. And, okay. and with 60 seconds to go, what's happening at Eugenbean Ginderbine? I'm not sure at the moment. Haven't been down there for a bit. Sorry. Oh, oh, well, I thought you'd be in contact with somebody down there. Nah, I could find out for you if you'd like. <laughs> It'll be okay. The guy jumps in to help us out, 
and you just crucify him. Just like threw that. him under the bus. <laughs> under the bus. Hey, John, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you very much, and uh, enjoy your trip back to Canberra. And look forward to catching up with you in the not too distant future. Yeah, thank you, guys. See ya. Okay, bye. Let me push the button. Where do we find them? Click Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, Coles Express Service Station, 4982 We didn't get the fuel price and we don't know what the fancy fuel is for you. Too dear. <laughs> <laughs> this is High Tide. We've got the news coming up at 6 o'clock. We'll be back with the last hour of the program shortly thereafter. Hope you can stay with us. And if you are heading out, do take a, uh, do take the advice of those wind warnings and a gale warning down there at Eden.